everybody. Welcome back to Roll For It, our uh, D&D podcast here. Um, we'll do a recap, and then uh, we'll hop right back into the session here. The basement Bunch finally uh, met with... Still? You're still the Basement Bunch. From <laughs> <laughs> three of us. Weirdest, weirdest thing to the BBG, like, ah, the dastardly Basement Bunch have foiled my cosmic plans. <laughs> Anyways, the basement bunch went and finally met up with uh, Catch Verden, who relayed to them a lot of information. Uh, his connection to Raikwan, the magistrate of Shroud, uh, who is obviously a bad guy. Um, information leading to them to understand that uh, the leader of the Furyborns is in league with Rifon, although for his own personal goals. Uh, and Ketchup then has pleaded with our part with the Basement Bunch to uh, to die, basically. Basement Bunch met up with the rest of the crew, and they kind of chatted outside. Uh, I'm assuming you're like outside the gates, chatting away with each other. Um, I'd like to think we've moved a little bit away from the creepy platform house. Like 15 feet? At least a block, maybe. Okay. Uh, what are you guys doing? I'm going to shout. What time is it? You're probably getting close to close five in the yard. <laughs> Alright, uh, so we have much time on the day or really moving to anything else. What is that? The fall? Or oh, there's a festival. festival. Two more days. Two more days. So we've got two days. We've got word of a silver dragon on the south side of the city, and we've got the leader of the Fury Run, who we, at a fair minimum, robbed blind. Uh, I'm not sure it's going to work out that non violently. How? What we do? Um, well, I'm sure you got to closer with the silver dragon that I really didn't read too much into, I guess, so as well there, as I thought I did. Exactly. Well, maybe I can shower. Also, yeah, that's a while for time. Just Break the house. Yeah, we got so a lot. That means filling in and half the break will be fighting and half the break will be in the fight. Yeah. Cool. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's something. So it's, it's, it's more what. Alright, that's that's nuances on the description of the action. What do we want to try to do first? My first really big question is Igor, do you want to join all of this? He's. Yeah, yeah, you were there. I know, I know, I know, I know, it's not like a but I didn't know that. I know, it's not going to be for public relations. Why did you care about the art? I mean, you're a true job on this I know, you're a job on this whole city seems to be just like a carnival of different bad actors running around casting modified memory on each other. I'm pretty sure when we start knocking some pieces out, uh, it's anybody's guess how the general opinion of the city itself is going to hold up once yep. that magic collapses. Yeah, exactly. This could be a complete like shithole town, and we'll all of a sudden want to die in the spell that was going on. I look over at Floss, like, except Randall, of course, she is lovely. Whoa. Oh. Can I, like, freak out for a moment and think that she's possibly not real? Yeah, so we're going to Okay. You want to have a panic? You just have a panic attack in the middle of very tiny existential quantity. I love the question, can I have a panic attack, please? 
Anyways, so what are you guys actually doing? Alright, I think we're heading back to the tavern. You're not saying shit, Nicholas. Heading back to the tavern? And looking some more of this information about the dragon. Head back to the tavern, creating it cleaned up. We'll investigate the flyer and plan our next action. We might be able to still squeeze something in that we're going to do today. Otherwise, we might want to, you know, rest up, you know, get some good squats and get amped and then hit something hot and fresh in the morning. Squats? I don't know. Something to get the juices flowing. It's close to 5 p.m. Have you have any No, there's still some stuff open. I've seen every episode of the shop in the commentary. What the fuck? Um, what are you trying to buy? Something for poison pills. That is a problem. That is a problem. Right on the first. Okay. Uh, I mean, roll me a perception check. I'll join him on that. Because if we're going into some shenanigans, I want to be well equipped. Shop. It's called uh, the Silvered Cauldron. Uh, it also has some like weird magical effects that shows like steam coming out of a two D, their two D sign. Anyways, uh, you go inside. It's it's small. It's quaint. Um, a entire wall is dedicated to drawers. You're assuming that's probably where they keep a lot of like spell components and stuff. There's a nice display of potions. Um, a small countertop, and by small counter, I mean the physical countertop, uh, is rather small. There's some seats, like so you could sit down, you know, do a little tasting, if you will. And you see a young elvish woman comes out and she goes, "Oh, uh." uh is there anything you need uh, help finding? Um, yeah, I have a question. If there's anything you think we could do with this, I'm going to pull out the little bit of fur that I have. Oh, I was just about to text you out to what's the name of this little thing for her? Red Eye? Steven Eyes. Steven Eyes. Ah, I love him. I just like immediately, as soon as I see that, just like swat his wrist down and like, Believe what my companion is trying to say. No, Jennifer, don't. I'm looking to counteract <laughs> things. Okay. I thought you were going genuinely no. after this morning. I uh, said no, because earlier when I did do all my checks, I, I had found that if we could find a way to counteract a different model, we could make something quite good out of this. That's what I'm interested in. Uh, unfortunately. Uh, we do not have the resources available here to counteract any addictive qualities. Uh, if you're looking for us, if you have components for us to make a potion for you, or if you'd like to 
buy one of our already pre-made potions, uh, you can certainly offer that. What kind of pre-made potions? Uh, we have some health potions, uh, a potion of haste, uh, only one, sadly. Uh, it's been kind of all the all the rage with the kids who, you know, how uh, children are and they run away from home, don't want the parents catching them, whatever, whatever. Oh, okay. That's dark. Would you like a tasting? Oh, hell yeah. The young elven woman walks into the back, and then she comes out with uh, a little platter of uh, four liquids and different for uh, different shaped cups as well. She puts it onto the countertop and goes, please take a seat. Got a flight of mystery potions. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm a punk still? Uh, you're up front. Okay. So I'm picturing this, yeah, this elvish woman is dressed in full upstairs. Uh, she's actually dressed in like a like a business suit. She's still still business suit. <laughs> you just changed my thoughts of the interior of this place to like full on microbrewery. Um, and really, really close, she takes something out of her pocket and looks like a cigar and she goes, Do you mind? She lights it up. It goes from a red, a red flame at the end into a blue flame and then it slowly dissipates. And a mob's big. Gash, gas, uh, it's like a periwinkle color comes up and then slowly fades away. It's been a while since someone's come for a tasting. Which end would you like to start at? Which end would end you uh, suggest? I usually go left from right. Uh, Alright, she takes the cup, she hands it to you, and she goes, This one's a house favorite. All, all the other uh, co workers here do. Like this one for some of its uh, uniquer properties. I smell it. Okay. What does it smell like? It smells like cherries, uh, like a candied cherry. Yeah, it tastes so. The best way, like a cherry covered in caramel, but very lightly. And then you have like, uh, like what are they? The uh, the sour airhead things wrapped around it. It's a little bit like that. Oh, cool. You feel nice. You feel light. And uh, she walks around the counter. She picks you up with one hand. It reduces your weight to the point that you are essentially weightless. Almost. You can't stay in the air. You will fall eventually. But you will take uh, no fall damage as you will come down very, very slowly. So it's like an extreme feather fall. Yeah. Uh, many of our uh, employees like this. As you can imagine, since no one's come for a tasting quite a bit, there's not a lot to do. And it makes taking a nap very nice. Yeah, I'm Would you like to continue? Yes, please. Uh, she hands you the next cup. It's a charcoal gray color. Um, so it's a little off-putting. Consistency? It's pretty fluid. Anyway. I, I, I take it and I just fucking give you a glass of vanilla shot. 
Yeah. Um, so it tastes, it tastes, uh, it's like a smoky kind of flavor. Uh, like a smoky meat flavor. Um, liquid smoke. <laughs> as you drink it, you feel a little heartier. You're feeling strong and nice. Yeah. She goes, are you ready? And you, she takes out like a wooden bat. Yep. And she smashes it against you. You feel nothing. I'm gonna backhand. Alright, backhand him. Do you want to make an attack roll for that? Sure. Yeah. It's an unarmed strike. I said I cast fireball. Not in the house! 19. Okay, roll your damage. Igor, you don't take any damage, and you feel nothing. That seems very useful, man. What is that? Uh, we call this the Berserker's Potion. Uh, damage that is dealt. Damage dealt to its afflicted. Uh, the afflicted. Unless it is of an elemental source, we'll deal no damage for about now. So it's a it's one round. So if I cast fire, well, <laughs> uh, he goes. It's not as popular amongst many of the members of the guilds, but uh, you know, against for older people who you know, have trouble with their back. My head still nice. Behold with their back. Yeah. You know, getting out of bed in the morning can sometimes feel like a crit on arm strike. Give me that. Alright. It's a yellow bluish color. Not a green. Not a green. It's two separate liquids that are yellow and blue. Yeah. Oil and water. <laughs> what, and, and they're yeah. side it's not it's not top and bottom, it's, it's, it's side a little shot glass that like split that thing. Yeah. Since it's not. What happens if I want to drink one of the Oh, you'll find out. No one's only drank one color so far. <laughs> I have a question. I don't know. Challenge accepted. I wish I take video. I'm just standing behind <laughs> you, like, like with this person that's a DD that's just looking at him. Like, like, what possible are you doing? I mean, it's not technically impossible. Roll me a dexterity, a sleight of hand. Sleight of tongue. I'm going to fall on my focus and I'll drop Snapchat and start recording. I bless myself? You I can. Everything. I'll let you bless yourself. You really try really hard to drink just one half, but it kind of... Uh, you get a very, very sour taste. Uh, but it's electrifying. Um, you feel very, very good right now. What is it? It's Joppa and Wolf. You notice all the hairs on Igor's body are standing straight up. Um, yeah. So all your hairs are standing up. And she goes... No, he just looks like one of those old koosh balls. Just... <laughs> she takes a, a a rod and she goes, "All right, ready?" Uh-huh. She taps you with it, 
Um, <laughs> it was only two dice. Um, you gain two temporary hit points. Double one, that's two d four. Two d six. Yeah, and she says, "Yeah." Uh, so drinking this potion, take either lightning or thunder damage straight into temporary hit points. Only lightning. So like absorb elements for a particular. Yeah. Uh, for a minute. It's nice. I do want to take it. That's just one time. Anyways, stand in front of her. Uh, for for the other two patrons in the in the building, you might want to step back. This last one's got quite a bit. I just like take a step back, put one hand like over my groin, the other over finger snaps. Uh, she passes the last glass over to you. It's red on the bottom and like a murky black. He goes, some may say this is an unorthodox potion. I'm an unorthodox kind of person. But I say, it gets the job done when you need it to get the job done. Right before you drink it, uh, you see as two two wards on your side, one in front of you, one behind you, and one on top of you appear. He goes, alright, go right ahead and take it. You take it. Roll me a constitution save. That's, uh, you don't feel anything for a second. Then you start to feel really warm. And warmer, and warmer. And then, like, fire starts forming around you. And it just keeps forming for a little bit. Until about a 10 foot radius from you is engulfed in fire. <laughs> when you know, and, uh, so, what this potion does is it allows you to create a 10 foot radius of fire around you. Upon you dispelling it yourself, the 10 foot radius around you explodes. So, if you want to just demonstrate that for yourself, you're unharmed by the effects of this potion, yep. whatever everyone else is not. Well, you have to uh, choose to basically detonate it. Okay. <laughs> uh, you want to roll me 3d8? As you detonate, poof, the wards keep the explosion within them. It's all smoky on the inside. <laughs> Alright, what did you think of our little tasting here? Anything you'd like to purchase today? Maybe you, you want a couple of brews for tomorrow? Uh, well, what part did you get? One of the lightning. Uh, it's gonna cost you 600 gold. Would you be interested in taking some items and trade to potentially forward? What do you have? Any time. I will give you. <laughs> I will give you a freaking pot. I will give you a pot. Just, no. just straight up bombs. You're just gonna. I will give you no. I will give you four bear teeth, eight bear claws, sixteen pounds of bear. <laughs> two 
crates of fish and vegetables. Crates, we're talking. A cubic, a cubic yard. Well, <laughs> I, I just like lean in, like, we have that at the place that I'm in, so I can just have like seventy. I'll bring the price down to three hundred gold. Two fifty. Would you like to make a persuasion check? She goes, oh, I'll take 250 gold. You shake on it. She takes out the potion. The potion is in like a spirally uh, container. Like a double helix? Yeah. yeah. He hands it to you. That's wild. There you go. Anything else? Well, if I was wondering, you were, you were wondering if they had anything in craft of it. I have uh, some black wormling remains as well as several of miscellaneous. Uh, Bear and Zambia uh, components as well. Well, if you hand them over, we'll see what we can do with them. Alright, um, I don't have it written down here, but I know it's like at least 10 black wormling teeth and claws. Okay, how much are you gonna give me? Uh, half of each. Okay. So, just and on. one Zambia claw. Okay. I will be back with the phone as well. Sold all of our food. <laughs> Why? Um, are there any other? I mean, I was quite intrigued by your house specialties. Are there any other potions around you can showcase? Or would you like a tasting of other stuff? Of other stuff. Sure. All right. So, you're very Stephen. You very clearly prepared this encounter. So I prepared this uh, wonderful, wonderful uh, potions tasting. I have prepared none of these potions, though. Uh, she comes out. Because I assumed you guys were going to try to fight the dragon. But then you didn't. Uh, so she brings out a, a different set of four potions. You can just call it a flight. <laughs> a different flight of four potions. Um, she asks you, which end would you like to start on? Uh, so... So to her, her left, the first one is a, a neon blue colored potion. Uh, it's in a simple like shot glass. It's smaller than the other one. The next one is a, a bright purple, I guess is the best way to describe it. It seems like there might be a light inside of it. It's in kind of a taller glass. Uh, it's a little more decorative. The third potion is a white substance on the inside. Uh, it has what look like like black freckles inside of it. Kind of like how uh, vanilla bean ice cream looks, where it's white with yeah. speckles. Uh, the last potion is kind of a a off-green kind of color. Well, let's start with my own general aesthetic. I go for the green. Okay. So you drink it. You want me to tell you what it tastes like? Why not? <laughs> okay. I, I'm just asking I'm for... interesting notes here. Yes. Yes. Uh, it's very citrusy. Hints of lime and lemon. Uh, Could you explain what this just did? Oh, of course. Uh, if you don't mind taking a few steps backwards. Alright. Uh, as you step backwards, you notice you were leaving marks on the ground. 
what is the benefit of this? It seems to be like the opposite of hiding my parents, if I'm not mistaken. So the effect of this spell makes it so that anything that comes in contact with you, it's particularly good for melee combat or to dissuade it, uh, immediately will take poison. But it also kind of leaves these marks after effects. Um, uh, let's go to the white and black. Okay. So you take a sip of this white and black one. DM asking Wolf, do you have anything that deals necrotic or radiant damage? Yes. Okay. Spells or items? Spells. Yes. Okay. Uh, so what this is, potion in particular does, it's very unique for its time. You get to choose between necrotic and radiant. One of them will give you, uh, will restore your health, and one of them will give you extra damage. It's your choice. So if I were to consume this potion and then cast a necrotic spell, I can either heal myself or harm myself? Well, you would deal extra damage if oh, you I chose would, it. I would deal extra damage or I would heal instead. Yes. How does that work for either? I could use it for necrotic or radiant. Yeah, you choose which one does which. I could use a necrotic spell to heal someone. Yes. Intriguing. Now, would it be healed comparable to what I would otherwise do in the spell? Yes. One to one. Very uh, Igor and Jaffa, you notice that they're a little like white and black, like. Speckles oh, coming see. off of his body. Just like little polyps. Yeah, my scalp. Basically. Okay. Brownie, I feel like we should definitely ask this before ordering a second flight for this. Are there any negatives to any of these potions? Uh, no, uh, not so far. Any more so than the standard litany of insane potions that this world just tends to throw at us. Uh, I've had no complaints and we haven't gotten sued yet, so. Well, well, that's always the marker of good business. What I just drank can be Theoretically. Uh, we do have uh, your standard healing potions, and we have two greater healing potions and one superior potion. What are they going to cost nowadays? Uh, a superior is going to run you 1200. The two greater is going to cost a little closer to six ish. Well, well, he's. Oh no, so the next one is the uh, like the glowing violet purple one. Save it for last. You take the next one. The light teal, like light blue, small shot glass. Down it goes, and Nothing at first feels good, and then you watch, and it looks like she's shrinking, and the room around you is going very, very small. Guys, do you notice anything particular about this spell? You guys watch as uh, Wolfgang grows about double his height. Yes, I have Wolfgang seems only five. Stop, well, there's something strange going on with you, and quite an interesting effect of the potion that I've been seeing. So this potion in particular allows you to grow double your size. However, unlike the spell enlarged, does not assist you in any other way. You just get bigger. So I literally just bigger nothing. Yes. 
it's fun for some of our shorter like the party patrons. Yeah. Like, how long is it? How long do I stay huge? I mean, you wait about a minute, and then you start to shrink again. Last one is rather new to our store. It's growing some popularity amongst the older folk. What's the interesting appearance? Uh, as you drink it, your skin starts to glow, um, and as it begins to glow, you kind of notice. Your uh, constitution uh, getting a buff to itself, as well as your intelligence. Um, she go, she tells you, as you know, older the older you get, the harder it is to maintain your health, and this potion assists in doing so. Uh, you, you get a temporary uh, plus one to your modifier for intelligence and constitution. She walks in the back and comes out with a another kind of flight, but it's not the same as the thing you have. They're not in cups; they're in uh, actual bottles. Please, conventionally speaking, outside of game, I don't want to go through this flight shit again. No, they're they're in okay. bottles, and she does she tells you, um, so we have some potions of frost resistance. They the five you see here all last for different durations of time. Um. Anything to maximize our, our output. Maximizing your output with frost damage. With anything against or the creatures. fight. Against particularly something. I believe against. we're all currently sold out. As a, as you understand the nature of our little city here, uh, most of the hunters come first thing in the morning to buy. All right. Um, I'm assuming this whole discussion will go on for a little while. Can I get a wisdom saving throw? Uh, 19. Flex. Flex. They are not charged. Uh, they're just. Uh, I'll say they just beat. Okay. Oh. <laughs> like, um, how much do there be necro healing potions for the intelligence potions? The intelligence con potions gonna run you 750 and for the necro radiant potions gonna cost you a thousand. Uh, alright. Uh, if you well, we're closing in about an hour and they'd be done in about an hour. If you want to come first thing the next morning, feel free. Alright, All right. I think I will I'll sleep on it if I want anything. Alright. Do you have a potion to add? Is there any chance you have a potion of revivify? Potion of revivify. Something similar. Uh she pulls a book out from underneath the countertop. And then she walks into the back, and she comes back out. The book closes. <laughs> unfortunately, the only one we had was actually purchased today uh, by the Furyborn. Which member of the Furyborn? Uh, it was, I believe, it was Dresden's first lieutenant. Presumably, his messenger boy. Yes. All right. Anything else you're looking for? Um, 
I haven't made it in D&D Beyond yet. I'll give you the cards. I'll be able to use it. Nice. <laughs> I mean, whenever you guys get into this fight. Yeah, Bought the two greater? Yes. So, what I say was 600 for both of them? Anyways, and you guys leave uh, the shop. Let's go meet back up with Karina and investigate that first time I've had a dragon quest. Karina, as they're leaving the shop, you have finished your shower. You're feeling nice and refreshed. What are you doing? Talking to Rita, her as I've said before, Rita's spirit only manifests to you. You're the only one who can see it. So she's manifesting. She's leaning up against the countertop, sit, sitting in one of the chairs. She goes, "Oh God, finally we're clean." That was so gross. Wait, does that imply you showered with your axe? <laughs> yeah, the axe is filthy. Rita needs to be cleaned as well. When did you sh- shower with your sentient axe? I appreciate it. Would be a wonderful way to start, but you should be ready to fight. Uh, I haven't met too many silver dragons in my time. Do you have any concerns as far as what my friend I mean, it kind of seems like they're going to die. So we probably should go with them. Um, this weird black sphere thing with tentacles is definitely very concerning. Sean, 
I mean, if Hunter is still a dragon, ice resistance would be very beneficial. Uh, I mean, I'm more than people who are fighting any dragons in ice, obviously. But I'm not sure exactly what your Patriots brings to the fight. She, she shrugs her shoulders. She shrugs her shoulders, I'm imagining at this point she's like getting the cock balls in between the toes to do an ass Stop it. Uh. She just said it. I think for tonight we're just going to to be using everything we want. Alright, sounds good. Uh, I'll do my best to be right Sounds good to me. I I don't really have anything else to say. Wooden floors, uh, very, very fast. And you see Anvil, and she answers the door, and she goes, Oh, Ross, what are you doing here? Um, I was wondering if I could just talk to you for a moment because something came up that was really concerning. Uh, I just okay. want to make sure you're okay. Is what happened? Why wouldn't I be okay? I heard some rumor that, like, there's something shady going on in the town, and I want to make sure. Shady, how? Do you mind if we talk inside your house? 
Does your friend want to come in too? back I remember I remember falling off the swing set and my mother scolding me for going too high. When was that? Uh, about five years old. Okay. Can we just check if you're okay? Anyone under a spell or something? You want to make an arcana? Yeah, make an arcana. That is a natural twenty for a twenty-five. What'd you get? No, I'm just having you close it. Aspects in the house, but nothing like what you sensed in the old man's nothing house. Like the, uh, they're more so coming from what looks like her tool belt, so hammers and tongs and stuff. So just basic enchantments. Yeah, basic enchantments to help her work. I just want to apologize for like walking in, but I just I heard about it and I can hear Frost was very concerned about your well-being. I and see. we decided to come and just to check on you. We won't interrupt you anymore, and I'll see you in a couple days, but I just wanted to make sure you were okay. That's all very sweet and kind of you. Did you report this this issue with the Fury Boys? Oh, there. Well, the sad part of this is... Like, can we talk to you? Like, the Fury Born deal with the internal affairs of Farhead. We'll speak with them. Possibly, but there's a possibility as well that they could be in on it. So Master Dresden? Mm-hmm, for the most part. That's just a rumor we heard, though. We don't know much, though. Like, we've only been here for two days, like, so we're just kind of taken aback to with everything that's going on. It's an odd situation. It's an odd situation to report. Well, if you'd like, I could speak to Master Dresden for you. Let's not take that close. I, I have a feeling that if you were to say anything, it might hint at something a little nefarious. Like, uh, what if they get suspicious of you if you bring up something like that? that if you started to question that. something that these outsiders I, I see. Well, I if you don't think I should report it at the moment, I suppose I, I suppose I won't. But if what you're saying is true, that is... Breach of security for our, our entire city. Can I do an investigation check? Sure. What are you looking for? Just like anything odd. Like, I know you said, like, is there anything that kind of supports, like, is she with them? You know what I mean? Okay. So, I wouldn't, one probably insight. Oh. Insight? Okay. You can do either. 
Yeah, I can do the insight and you can do investigation if you like. Unnatural natural twenty four. Twenty four. No, Anvil is a hundred percent part of the Azure Blades. Okay. Like her entire home is decorated with their insignias and just their coloring. She's just like full on plan for that. Yeah. Okay. For life. For life. <laughs> okay. So. Sweet valor. I just tell you, I'm sorry for Love interrupting. You. We'll leave you alone. We just want to make sure you're okay because like. We're, I was just very concerned about your well-being. That's all. No, like, that's, I don't need to bother. It, I mean, it's it's very sweet and it's fine. <laughs> you are bringing out something that is very dangerous for my entire city, so I'm a little concerned. Which is something that we hope to help with. You're looking into me. Well, all right. Uh, I guess good. Have a good evening, and I'll, I'll see I'll you in a couple of days. All right. And uh, I'm assuming you guys are gonna walk out of the house. Yeah, I'll I'll stop by the forge tomorrow. I have an idea that I'd like to discuss with you guys. All right. Uh, and you guys leave and you shut the door, and then the building disappears. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got played by an illusion. <laughs> We're so fucked. You just walked up to a local's house and was like, hey, we think that the backbone of your city's internal security might be deeply corrupt and basically no, satanic. No, your intentions were good. Yeah. Check on, check on your neighbors. But the information that you then but gave like, after But like, everything else. <laughs> oh. Let's uh, go out and kill everybody in this house. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Let's assume for a moment that I also had an ulterior motive. Yeah, what, what if he was lying to us? I was about to say, like, Stephen, what's the, what's the square footage of Farhan so we can calculate just how much black pearl we need to cast that wide a circle of death? Oh, like I just said, let's assume for a moment that I have an ulterior motive. Because you uh, I'm going to also let you guys all meet up at the tavern this evening. Anything else you'd like to do? Um. Well, uh, yeah, I'd like to go check out that uh, Silver Dragon mission poster. Okay. Is that, who was it with? Yeah. It was the Azure Blades? Uh, so you, as you guys walk up to it, a very familiar figure approaches and tears it down and takes it. It's uh, the young Earth Genasi woman you met. What was her name? Uh, you, she didn't give you a name. Uh, a few days earlier. Ah, that's you again, young man. Well, what is it you want? I was actually just now about to take a gander at what you just took down from the mission board there. Well, I'm going to handle it so you can go ahead and choose something else. Would you care for some assistance? Absolutely or... not. I can handle myself, Turtle uh, Boy. Wait, we are we are look interested in just the uniqueness of the event. As one researcher to another, would you be terribly opposed to me and my companions joining you in the morning on it? Absolutely, I would be. What would be such a harm? It's none of your business. Well, there's, you, you and I both know there's an interesting event going on around. You know I have some knowledge of it. Do you have some knowledge of it? Would you like to roll for your term ability? Yeah. Yes. 
And I realized, I should have realized this back in the apothecary shop, maybe we're with disadvantage. Apothecary shop. Does a six beat your persuasion? No, nope. whatever it is. And look at you and they say, Look, I, I'm sure you would like to help, and I'm sure you would be very understanding of the circumstances in which I have to do this. Can't even imagine how understanding I am of the very outlandish circumstances. But I'm doing, going to do this one alone. And I need you to get out of my way now. Casual appearance. Silver dragons. Quite calm. Close. No. And she moves you and walks away. Does she leave the bar? Yeah. Should I follow her? We're just going straight into it because we're not getting on this. Are you going now for this? It's going to be the night soon. And she, she's walking. It's none of your business. Please, I have a request. Why would like to be a friendly assistant? There's more. I feel there's more we could exchange here. She responds with nothing and she keeps walking into the darkness. Arcane door appears and she disappears. We can try in the morning. We might have come across. Uh, Alright, so anything else you guys are doing? <coughs> you want to investigate the ball? Roll me an investigation and check well, for this no, ball. Okay, what do you want to do? I would like to take my holy wine. Okay. In the, my bedroom floor. Okay. And draw out an arcane silver pentagram. Okay. Put some candles and set the mood. And I'm going to empty it out in the middle of the pentagram circle. Do you use any mood setting music? Do, 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 do. Okay. Whatever, whatever this playing on the right now. Okay. Um, I would like to make a quick prayer to fucking Renkin. Okay. Alright, roll me a religion check. So it's a 10. Why do you think you got a plus 5? What did you just do? To your most basic understanding of this, um, it is a split power from the original Pathmaker. So that's kind of the re It's a little corrupted because it is not with the original Pathmaker anymore. Yes. The original Pathmaker is. Right. Um, you sense that it's not. Evil per se, okay. but it definitely isn't good. Uh, 
it probably would fall closer to like a a lawful evil, lawful neutral, like right between those two. So okay, so yeah, I'm going to go with that. Four ball. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going with lawful evil. Uh, yeah. As you begin to study it, are you touching it at all, or are you just leaving it? I'd like to, to, with my hands facing at various arcane doodads, okay. slowly bring the hand in closer as I study it until I eventually can find it. Like, until I start to feel something, and it's push a little farther than you can Um, as you eventually come to touch it, you do see that, for a moment, all that black, all the dark, uh, ooze-esque material and all the tentacles disappear, and it is looks like just a solid crystal-esque sphere the size of a baseball or so. Crystal? Hot. Hot? No. Stone cutting on this? I'll let you use stone cutting on this. Roll me a history check. Let me double check this Plus five, it's nine. Uh, this, the stonework on this, as you kind of feel it, there are, are actual engravings on it too. No, you can't. Actually, what languages do you know? Okay, so you can't read this. Um, as you feel it, you can sense that a massive amount of energy was used to carve the engravings. Every single uh, line. Very powerful entity made this, but it was. It's not a primordial. It's not a primordial mate. Uh, it's something of a of more of a mortal mate. Someone must have who was given a blessing from a higher power would have made this. But it's not like 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 It's Maybe him, but it's not quite a, a human craft. It's, it's different. Uh, you can't make out what it is. Oh, when I go backwards, it's like that yeah, the, the dark with the tentacles start to come back. Okay. That's it. Is everyone good for the night? Take um, your long rest? Did I see the interaction um, in the method? Yes, you did. should probably set up in the morning and go to interception for whatever it is they might be doing. I'm not she sure I know sex. I'm not sure they would be going after the thing. I'm thinking it might be something ulterior combat. First they were interested in the transplanar event and the giants. Now they're interested in the potential dragon. I'm just saying there seems to be some interest um, uh, I'm waiting for my I'm not so sure. I don't. I don't, I don't think anybody in their right mind would go after a dragon. Come back, nonetheless, at all. What are you guys doing? Um, I'm wondering if before I turn in, can I pull Sarah aside for a second? 
Okay. Yes. So, the events that Papa Igor and I had in Cat's Manor don't take us the wrong way, but I think we might have some insight. Is there anything you've known in your studies about ancient or undying things? Because I think that might be particularly original. Catch, and you said by proxy, uh, Rokan? Who? What's the name of the guy? Rokan. Rykon? Rykon. Rykon. They seem to be disturbingly, preternaturally undying humans. Is there anything you've encountered? It seems like some troubling magic they've tied themselves into to achieve such a state. Uh, roll history check. I'm just wondering if individuals, if humans gesturing at you, 22, if humans that can achieve that, if that's of any concern to your knowledge. Um, in your understanding and in your study, you know that there have been several experiments and several individuals throughout history who, as humans, they were that had gained somehow the ability to extend their lifespan beyond the natural. It would it wouldn't take long after for their psyches to slowly erode, for them to become corrupted and demented beings. From what I've seen in my life, and the way that I understand it the best. In my studies, the human mind is not designed to handle immortality. It's not designed to watch trauma of loved ones dying. It's not designed in order to keep hold of that pain, that eroded raging for a moment. But my concern is knowing the greater power behind it, the seeming dark omnipotence of it. Is that something that, for whatever, I'm not going to pretend to know everything about you or any of your additional motives beyond our separate quests, but is that something that you might put a cheap price on, frankly? My no, squashing whatever entity it might be that is stirring uh, extraordinary individuals in nature, perversing that sort of dark majesty. So, this straight you're asking me if it's my belief. Is this, is squashing what seems to be this sort of perverse dark magic a bigger, larger concern to you? Is that well, something that you would be interested in definitely squashing? Of course it's a concern. Nobody wants to see something of this perverse nature. Okay. Then, getting a little bit closer to point, I know you don't particularly care much for fiendish. But these sort of primordial undying entities seem to all be going at odds with each other. My patron is doing what he can to stay washed up, and at a bare minimum, it seems to be clashing amongst all of each other. Would you be amenable to the idea of helping take everyone down a notch? Take everyone down a notch. Uh, 
raise up a notch. It's not barely raising up a notch when it is against a force that is almost inevitably going to crush it. But it is at least going to help level the playing field. So that yes, it's going to help. Dark it'll help level the playing field, so to speak, until the power vacuum, and then there will be the another. Power vacuum and another. Oh, not even the not few lords want the film because it is something so dark and twisty that they send all the demons scurrying to the corners. Scurrying to the corners out of survival. Yes. Nothing more. So. As soon as that power vacuum hits, what do you think those fiends are going to do? What do you think Bolvin is going to, to do see. as soon as Wait he has see. a chance? Wait to see what the more powerful figures that aren't fighting the Lord are going to do. The Abyssal Ancient Primordial aren't the only Celestials haven't even started to make moves yet. He's not going to know of. He's not going to. Well, we don't he, know he doesn't stand a chance against them. He knows that. And so, let's get down to brass tacks. What are you asking? Help me keep Baldur alive against the image keepers. He needs something of some additional psychic energy so that himself here, keep himself hidden for that extra There's more than pl- <laughs> There's more than- Thank you, Akbar. He, he knows he can't take on every major player. But if he can get a little bit more to help keep himself a little bit more tucked away, all he's ever wanted from the ages, from all the recorded history I've ever dealt with from him across all the generations, is power stay hidden and question for you, Dan. Sure. What do I know of Bolvin's past? What have I studied on? Uh I won't make you make a history check because Bolvinir is a relatively new name to history. Uh, but it's something that I've surely studied. Not likely. Only within the last fifty or so years has his name been relatively prominent. And prominent is not even a close word to to say. Alright, so if we're not looking at the more prominent aspect, what would be just like the bare minimum of what I would know about him? You know he make the deals he makes with the mortals that he chooses is far from conventional. And so far there doesn't it hasn't but, seemed but like doesn't seem any. like he's more in it for himself or yeah, it's hard I, to say I, for I'm, himself. I would say the best way to put this is I'm trying to get insight into his mind. Uh, the easiest way I would put it is he's not necessarily in it for everyone, but if you're helping him not be dead, he's in it for you. Is it possible to have an audience with Bolden? I was actually just about to ask if you right. can get I, to set this up. I want to speak with this fiend of yours directly. Alright, uh, can you roll? Can Sarah and I, like, try to do, like, a little ritual communal contact? Absolutely. But this is the end of this episode. Okay. So, uh, guys, thank you for watching. Uh, listening. I mean, they could be watching something. Hairballs. <laughs> I'm just, uh, I'm just violently looking around all the corners of the room, like, so much. <laughs> uh, guys, we're Hopefully on Spotify, 
we're on iTunes, <laughs> and we're on YouTube. Uh, thank you for watching, listening. Thank you for doing the thing. Participate. Yeah. Roll for perception. And we hope to see you next time.